Hey, I'm Coach Chris Collins. Coach MJ. And welcome to About That Life Podcast, where we talk AAU and basketball and everything in between. Um, please go ahead, hit, hit uh, that follow button, hit that like button, hit that shout out button, you know, whatever you can to help us. Um, please follow us on uh, YouTube when you get an opportunity. Um, hit that uh, bell, that subscribe, and that like button. Everything helps us out. Um, we're just trying to keep good content going and trying to make sure things, uh, you know, run smooth for us. Uh, we took a little week off, had a little break, but we're back to it, and we hit episode seven. And the funny fact is, or fun fact is, most podcasts fail after episode seven because guys kind of quit or give up or whatever the case may be. And again, you know, I'm not, I know for me and Mark, for especially, we, we're not doing this to be famous. We're not doing this to get some sort of, you know, attention that we think we need. We just want to get a voice out to the people. And the biggest thing also you know, for me, it's therapeutic. I just like being able to have a conversation about AAU basketball and sit down with some of these knuckleheads and talk real talk about everything that's going on. So um, uh, for those who support what we're doing and enjoy what we're doing, please keep doing that. It, it helps us a lot. One, one small click for you is a big help to us. So for this episode, episode seven, we have a former player of mine who <laughs> he's a uh, He's definitely a goofball, and this should be a, a, a funny episode. He's um, he's done a lot to help out YBA and our program. Uh, I was fortunate to you know coach and train him and mentor him, and this is the you know first kid that I've sent, I've personally coached that's going to be on the show, and uh, you know he's um, he's definitely a character. I'm sure, Mark, you've seen that for yourself. <laughs> and yep. our, a lot and, of charisma. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a good word for it. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's accomplished a lot, though. He's worked hard, and, and I've seen his process from uh, day one, and I'm really proud of him overall, even though he gets on my nerves constantly. But, you know, that's just, I guess, part of being a coach. Um, when, they're, when they meet you when they're in eighth grade, they never actually grow up. They're still – eighth graders forever when you when you deal with them so that's kind of situation i am uh but without further ado i want to introduce kai huntsbury okay stop okay, did, okay stop, stop what did you create chris i i know like what do you, you see create? him right now do you see him right now what did you Jesus. create all right <laughs> so let's list this knuckleheads accolades right so kai uh where'd you play high school just Pl season placer high Pl placer high okay yeah he played at placer high probably was one of the only brothers in placer high so <laughs> Cap. you know that that was that was uh pretty unique in itself but um let's talk about his journey so he started aau in fourth grade uh his main two aau programs were our program uh yba youth basketball academy and west coast all-stars uh, his high school accolades are, are, are pretty good. Um, he was a very dominant high school player. Uh, junior year, he got honorable mention for All-Metro. Uh, senior year, he got first team All-Metro. Um, his um, And All-State, sorry, first team All-State. Uh, he was the MVP for the Optimus game. Uh, and he was also voted to play in the SAC versus the Bay game. As far as uh, his career high school stats, uh, his stat line was uh, 17 points, five assists, seven rebounds, and three steals. Uh, scored 1,000 points in uh, two years. Um, also, 
uh, has the school record for most steals, right? Right? Am, yeah. I, am I getting this right? Okay. All right. So for most steals, uh, ended up had uh, 198 career steals, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then free throws in a season and free throws in a game. And he claims, you know, he the, the free throws in the game was 14 for 14. No count. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I think you're lying. But uh, and then uh, free throws in the season, he made uh, what was it, 168 out of 202. So, not, okay. yeah, yeah, not bad. Um, also, another accolade I got to give credit to, uh, he got a quadruple double. Um, okay. His first uh, playoff game, right? Or in uh, your senior year, your first playoff game, right? Quadruple double. Do you know who, do you remember who it was against? No. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You got to remember that. Exactly. How do you, do. Yeah, who, who was it? It was you and your mind. Oh, okay. All right. All right, fair enough. So he did get a quadruple double, which, you know, was a good, not a bad stat, I guess, for a high school player. And you've never done it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You're probably right. I haven't done that. <laughs> so his uh, current college or the last college he was at was um, uh, San Diego City College, um, obviously in San Diego, in case somebody is stupid enough to not know what that is. But, um, yeah, he, he uh, had – Real solid season there. I'm not going to get all into his numbers, but just take my word for it. He had, he had a solid season. The kid's a, a Division One point guard. He, he truly is. Um, how many schools did you have looking at you when you did your second season? I don't know. I really don't. A good amount. What do you mean a good – okay, name a couple. Like uh, Hawaii. Us. Uh, Cal State Fullerton. Cal Poly. Montana State. I talked to – my coach reached out to Florida for me. Wow. And North Carolina State. Okay. Well, good. See, there, there's a couple. So you did know a few. Yeah, I don't know all the rest. I didn't say all. I, did, I didn't say name all the schools. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be with this type of episode. So, um, again, he's a kid I actually coached. Um, no, you didn't. I, yeah, I didn't coach you. Okay. And so we coached his, ourselves. You coached yourselves? Me and Rory. You and Rory. Shout out to coach. Rory. I hope he watches this show. He's a genius. Rory's going to invent the cure for cancer or something so he invented <laughs> the cure for a bad coach wow here we go so Shout out to i i coached him um uh i coached him what was that sophomore year you're a sophomore yeah and that's he won a national title with me in uh vegas in a uh, bigfoot and we played a lot of tough teams that was the team the beast mode team right that was sponsored by marshawn or whatever so yeah. that was that was Actually, a really good year, really fun year. Um, guys really stepped up. Him and funny enough, with his team, uh, this this is the team that has uh, DB by the bag on it. Oh, and, shout out to my and, man DB. Yeah, by the bag, and you gotta ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yes, that was his teammate. Funny enough, I was actually laughing about that group. Looking at a photo of them, um, they all became pretty successful at what they accomplished. Like real talk, like one, that's good. Like Kobe. Kobe Burt, remember him? He's a videographer now. Okay. Like, like he's and like he a, in, uh, and he was in Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. DB became a famous rapper, right? Okay. About yeah, yes. Duran's right next to him doing the same thing, just behind the scenes. But and then uh, this kid became okay. Rory is a genius, like mm -hmm. clinically a genius, like yes. Andy Kahoot, but he's like clinically a genius. Facts. Uh, uh. Who, uh, Jake Mullaney, he plays at Rutgers. 
for football. For football. Nice. Football player at Rutgers. And then Steven, remember, uh, he mm-hmm. plays football. Steven Taylor, he plays uh, football for, I think, some D1 or something like D1 or D2. I can't remember. But, like, his whole team ended up becoming successful in some weird way or form. It, that might not have been basketball, but his whole team, like, really, like, made something of themselves. So. Coach what Chris year was this? Nothing. What year did you ha- when you had all these guys? It was, it was my sophomore year, so, like, 2014 to 2015. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like weird. Like they all yeah. just this weird group of kids that were killing yeah. it on a basketball court, but now they're all yeah. taking different life directions, right? And they're rappers you know, and geniuses. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's he the only one that's still hooping for the most you and Alex. You guys are the only two still hooping for the most part. But no, he did um him and his group have done a lot of great things and, and done a lot of really cool stuff and I'm really proud of him overall. So, you know, with a uh Without further ado, I, I guess I gotta ask this guy some questions. So we'll we'll, we'll learn about Kai Huntsbury because he thinks he's the most famous guy in Northern California. I don't. Yes, DB. <laughs> Shout out to my man. I'm about to back and get asked me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Th- thanks, Kai. So first thing we want to talk about. Uh, talk about your AAU uh, journey and your current journey right now. You know, and your experience at uh, uh, San Diego City. To start it off, I started playing AAU. In fourth grade, uh, I've always played basketball. When I moved to California, I was playing, like, in kindergarten, I was playing, like, on the second grade team. But then I didn't really move to, like, AAU until my fourth grade year when I started playing football and baseball. And that's when I met all my coaches. So we started – one of my coaches named Taj Morris is his father. And his dad played at – well, his dad went to Oklahoma and then – Another one of my football coaches and my uncle, they started up a team called West Coast All-Stars. And then we started playing all tournaments all over. We went to nationals my sixth grade year, and we got fourth. And then after that, it was just everybody started to grow, and I didn't, you know. So, I like, we all, like, started growing apart from playing basketball together. So, I moved to YBA. One of my friends recommended me for YBA. I started playing for YBA. I tried out. Everybody thought I sucked. Because you did. I didn't. He was. No, let's be. Let's preface <laughs> no, this correctly. No, let's no, preface this correctly, no, Mark. This is this yeah. is so you get this information. But. He was this chunky little, like <laughs> five five kid. I wasn't five five. Yeah, you were like five five. I was five foot. No, um, yeah, probably. Right, yeah. Shorter. Yeah, he was even shorter. And. It was just this little short round kid with little dinosaur arms that, you know, we're like, well, we just need a kid that can dribble the damn ball of court. And he just yeah. somehow fit the bill. So he started on our like YBA. No, no, I got you. No, no, no. Our YBA X, our YBA Z team. Can I tell like, my story? Z? Can I tell my story? Yeah. Go, go ahead. Tell can your I tell story. My story. I just wanted the truth to come out. That's no, all. this is the truth. Okay. So then uh, Coach Brandon, I got cut from every team. Yes. Coach Brandon gave me a shot. I didn't know I got cut until like he told me years later. But. <laughs> He gave me a shot, and then after that, I met some of my lifelong friends. One of them's named Seamus, one of them named Josh. Like, we all formed a brotherhood from playing there. And then just playing with the team, we would kill everybody. Like, literally everybody. We won every tournament. Wow. Ask Coach Brandon. Yeah. I'll be sure to ask So Coach then Brandon. Coach Brandon, he talked to the head dogs, per- like the dogs coach, and he was like, uh, this kid should not be playing on extreme team. He should be playing <laughs> with you guys. And then he was like, uh, no, he's not good enough. So they set up a scrimmage, and we beat them. And I gave them, like, 30. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so then 
they're like, uh, no, he's still not good enough. And then Coach Brandon was like, are you sure? He was like, oh, he's not fast enough. So then we all had a race. I lost to three people from the dogs team. One of them, he ran track at Chico State. Well, he runs track now. He's a good friend of mine, the one that recommended me to play. One of them's playing football at UTEP. And nice. I think the third one, he was just way older than me. Okay, fair enough. That <laughs> happens. puberty. That happens. So it was just, I was, Coach was like, oh, he's not good enough still. Like, we already have somebody like him. So Coach Brandon was like, oh, okay, I'll keep him then. <laughs> and then I just formed a relationship with Coach Brandon and all the coaches there because they were, like, the only people to really give me a chance to play here. So, and thank God it, it turned out well. All you need is one person to believe in you. Yeah, so then I played my eighth grade year, my ninth grade year, and my tenth grade year with Coach Chris. I played my first two years with Coach Brandon, and then I played for Coach Chris. My junior year, none of them coached my age group. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't have a team. I didn't know. I really didn't want to play for anybody else. But I got invited to play for the Adidas mm-hmm. Uprising. Nice. So I played, like, a couple tournaments. I went to Atlanta. I went to Dallas. I went to some pretty nice places. But Coach Brandon called me that summer. He was like, oh, I'm forming a team again. And I just I had to come back. Nice. I still I still don't hear the end of it. They always talk about how I left YBA. <laughs> he left YBA. He thought he was too good for us. No. Literally, <laughs> the first call I got back from YBA, I was like, okay, yeah, we're, we're back. Yeah. Yeah, so after that, that summer was like a really great summer for me. It like woke me up basketball-wise because I really didn't think I could play. Like, uh, that before I played in that tournament, I got that. I was like, I was really doubting myself when it came to basketball, and I was like, I really can't play. And then I got an email from a D3 school, mm-hmm. and, like, it just changed my whole life and, like, really? what I thought. Motivated you? Yeah. It was just, like, it was just something where it, I cried that day because I never – I really didn't think I could play. Like, I called yeah. my dad, and I was, like, I was just crying about, like, a school actually thinks I can play. So yeah. that year, my junior year to my senior year, this is when everything just changed because I just turned it up and everything because nice. I believed in myself from those people believing in me. I so like that. that junior year, summer – I got interest from like Cal Poly and other oh. schools like that because I just played great in those tournaments that we played in. I got a call from USC by the end of my senior really? year. Nice. And then I had some interest from USD and some other schools. My senior year summer, I hurt my ankle, but I played pretty well. We played against Team Why Not. We yeah, lost I remember them. that. We shouldn't have lost. Shouldn't have lost that game, damn really? it. We, um, we had, man, if Ish would have made one three, well, I think it's he not only even made that. One, I, but. I was locking up their starting point guard, and I couldn't even really run or walk. Yeah, that's when your ankle was hurt. Adrenaline Mm -hmm. and just trying to play. So then after that, it was just like my junior year, I had honorable mention for everything. And then my senior year was just, it just, everything just shot up because of just that one belief in me. Because every year I feel like I just progressively got better. Mm -hmm. But that junior year when I really, like, found out that schools really think I can play. Mm-hmm. It was just, I took everything to like a whole different level. So at the end of my senior year, like I was ranked up for a lot of stuff. Really? When it came to like in school, I brought I brought Placer to its first section championship in wow. 30 years. Wow. We lost, oh, I was so mad, but it was <laughs> just something good. cool to hear like and do. Yeah. Every team that Placer has had, yeah. And the state championship game, like state championships, playoffs, and all of that, like the the state playoffs, mm-hmm. I was in, I was on. So besides, you know, because you know I'm a I'm a trainer, and 
hearing you saying that you know you you started believing and everything like that because that's the most important thing what was your work ethic like going into that junior and senior year like well, is it just natural talent or were you putting in hours like what was your routine like well it was just i always was in the gym like my parents were always mad at me for always not mad but they're like they even got tired of me yeah. asking to go to the gym nice, and that was nice. like my whole life because i just yeah. love being around basketball That's or like good. going to do something but yeah. my junior and senior year it was just a mindset thing also so i was not I will, i'm a late bloomer is what they mm -hmm. call it so mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. I wasn't gifted early with mm -hmm. athleticism and being mm -hmm. fast. So, like, yeah. everything I did, like, as a point guard now, yeah. like, growing into my size and all of that yeah. was built for me. I thought I was going to yeah. be 5'5 five, five yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were just working on skill. Like, just all skill. That's I didn't good. really – I, yep. like, when I started to grow, I really wasn't working on athletic. Mm -hmm. Of course, everybody was out here trying to dunk. Yeah. I first dunked my, when I was 15. Ice Coast Chris, I was 5'7". Oh, seven. oh <laughs> my God. Oh, okay. Nero, you feel yes. me? But yeah, that yeah, really yeah. wasn't one of, like, my main things. My whole high yeah. school career, I've never dunked in a game. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really, like, dunk in a game until, like, my senior year in AAU. Mm -hmm. And that was just off of, like, they are just try it. Like, you mm -hmm. always talk about you could dunk, try it. But it was just – a thing for me was – I just thought, like, my skill set is not going to – my athleticism is not going to set me apart from everything. Like, so my whole goal mm -hmm. in basketball was to do the littlest things. Yeah. Like, on defense, I would always ask to guard the best player. Like, no, but nice. they would never try to be like, hey, Kai, go guard. I would already be on it. Yeah. And then just working out every day was just doing stuff that I know I would do. I know I'm not going to dunk, mm -hmm. so why should I go work out on dunking? Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. I would work on, okay, I need to shoot better. They yeah. said I couldn't shoot threes. Okay, now I'm working on yeah. shooting. Yeah. So then I, like I know I go to the line a lot, so I work on free throws, mm -hmm. become a high clip free throw shooter. Yeah. So it's just in finishing a lot. I like to mm -hmm. go to the basket mid-range okay, okay. and just not turning over the ball, just trying to work on the seeing what I did a lot. Mm -hmm. I, a lot I watched me play a lot, like my junior year, and then just seeing the – progression from where I played really good to mm -hmm. where I was like had bad games was just really crazy to me and I studied a lot on that nice. even like during that summer it was just they were the times where I had the most problems was me trying to do too much mm. and coach Brandon like I remember the best story I have for that is like coach Brandon literally excuse my language he, he came up to me he was like you fucking suck he's like <laughs> sit down you're trying to do too much and then we're playing against team Lillard yeah. And we're, it's a really close game. A whole bunch yeah. of coaches there. Yeah. And now I'm just embarrassed because, yeah. like, he just yelled at me in front of all these coaches. Yeah. And then a lot of kids usually take that personal. But I was just sitting on the bench. Of course, I'm mad. Like, oh, my gosh, bro. Like, he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at the end of the day, it was like, I don't need to do everything. Like, I like to win. So yeah. I don't need to – I don't have to score yeah. to win. I don't have to try to make a perfect pass. I don't have to try to make mm -hmm. somebody fall. So after that, it was just I got back in the game. A hezzy and a go pass the ball mm. and it was just simple like simplizing everything that he wanted me to do and that was just like my main focus on making everything easier not for myself but just for the team nice. so it just it complimented my game a lot good, mm -hmm. well, that's good. and another AAU story about how coach Chris uh, owes me money yeah, yeah I've been um, waiting about this uh, so we're playing my senior year we're playing against this team He's like, oh, my God, we're losing, by the way. And then I'm passing the ball, you know, getting the whole team involved. He's like, Car, are you actually going to play? I said, 
I am playing. That don't even sound like somebody said. <laughs> yes, you did. Cool, are you actually going to play? Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, you said, are you actually going to play? I said, well, are you going to play today at all, or are you just fucking here? And then I was like, hey, give me money, and I'll go in there. I'll score right now. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, coach, if you – I was like, how much you want to bet I'll go and I'll score three straight? Because uh, we're down by 10. I was like, how much you want to bet I'll go and I'll score three straight? He's like, no, you won't. I said, bet. I was like, bet 50. He shook my hand. <laughs> I shook my hand. I said, okay, bet. I came in the game. I had two back-to-back steals for dunks. Oh, okay. Went to the free throw line and hit a three, and we won by like 10. Damn. And he still has not paid me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to pay you to motivate you to win a game. <laughs> that day you did. Man, man. I still have not. I want my money. I'm not even playing. I ask him every time I see him. He still has not yet to pay me. <laughs> and then after that, we had a shooting competition for it, and yeah. I beat him. No, you didn't. Yes, oh. I did. I promise you. No, you didn't. I promise you. It was at Hardwood. Court no. two. Top no. of the key. I remember how. <laughs> yeah, you know every little detail. <laughs> I remember how to end the game. No. I said, give me my 50. You said no. I want my money. <laughs> Everybody on the podcast, please. Right. <laughs> give give, give me your money. Me my money. No, never. So. Then, okay, then explain what that was like. What was it like being coached by me and Coach Cole? It was it was actually really fun. All my, you remind me of my uncles coached me the same way. Like, I never really – my parents were always the same way. It was like I always have something to be happy about. So why, like, be focused on all of the negative things to where, like, I can't control it? And I know every time, like, you guys would yell at me or do something, it's not because you guys don't believe in me or want me to do something bad. It was just like – a lot of people don't respond to just always positive talking. And I I respond to either one just because of how I was raised. But it was just it was just the fact of I know that you guys aren't yelling to hurt our feelings or to try to degrade us in what we think. Like the re, like Coach Brandon literally came up to me and said, Kyle, you suck at basketball. I never thought once he actually thought I sucked at basketball. It was yeah. just the fact that He's me just hearing – somebody always hearing you're so good you're so great it's mm-hmm. not going to make somebody want to make them work harder in mm-hmm. what they're trying to do so like coach brandon saying that and you guys like yelling at us and getting on us will prepare you for college like my coaches were a hundred i've heard some of the worst things i've ever heard in my <laughs> life from college coaches well that's good and you guys that's good just, you're saying that and okay. you guys just set us up for like this life because we're not everything's not handed like i could I played for them for years, and every day I never came to practice like, oh, I'm granted to start today. Like, it's just it's just a mentality thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the mentality to play for them, you're not going to succeed because they're going to they're gonna attack you and get at you in a way to make you feel uncomfortable until it makes it comfortable, and the game will come easier because what they're saying is not wrong. Well, like, what, what, what do you think about kids and athletes who are maybe you've even been around kids who can't necessarily take you know aggressive coaching or passionate coaching if you want to call it that like kid like kids who i just feel like and parents even parents can't even take it sometimes like who can't like what do you think about that as a high level player where do you stand on that it's just the fact of you just have to get used to it like you don't because in life you're not always going to meet people that are going to treat you equally so it's just the fact of like you have to keep going like if you don't respond to coaching that like that way well you should let them know in the beginning or let like somebody know because they're not going to treat you differently but they can like you have teammates that can help you comprehend it like i was always a teammate like if one of my teammates were like hey i'm down on this or coach is yelling at me i'll come up to him like oh no like he's not trying to be like you suck like he's trying to say like 
hey, you need to do this and that will help you get better. Or like you need to do this and that will comprehend on the court for you to play more and do what you have to do more. It's not really like a personal thing. And a lot of people take a lot of stuff personally. So it's just I'm always goofy. So like what you guys are yelling at me, I will end up probably laughing and you guys are getting even madder. But it's like I play best when I'm happy. So I'm not going to let that affect my happiness because I know you guys need me to play how I need to play. But you could understand that like. Like a great example is uh, remember when we were playing in the Oakland Soldiers? Not, not what's the Oakland? Yeah, was it, no team select. It was the team select oh, tournament, yeah. and we were in the championship. And Marshawn was in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Remember that game? We remember we were down. We we're down like eight, yeah, or something like like that. eight to twelve points in that game. And I think I lit the shit out of you and Roy up. Yeah, I think so, because, yeah, I think I grabbed both of you, and I was like, you know, both you need to get your head out your ass. It's like, there's no reason we should be losing this game. And you know what I mean? And, I re- like, it's not – sometimes people need to hear it to make them realize, like, hey, you need to go. Because I know I need to hear it sometimes. And it's not – it's a difference between, like, there's actually bad coaches that actually just are not good at trying to get across what they have to say and don't make sense, but – like letting somebody know in a stern way is not a bad coach. He's just trying to let you know, like, hey, you really need to do this. It doesn't matter what comes like after that. If you do what you have to do, you're that's not gonna happen. And then that's what I just learned always just playing because I never like to get yelled at because I'm like, hey, if I just do it, then I don't have to get yelled at. True. And even if I get yelled at, it's not because of they hate me or something like that. So it's just the fact of a lot of kids. Or, like, I'm still a kid, so a lot of people my age or, like, people are still have to grow in that area. I still have to grow in that area, too. It's just because now everybody thinks, not everybody, but it's just the fact of, like, I feel entitled to something. So it hurts people's feelings. So it's just, like, oh, he can't tell me what to do. Like, oh, all these coaches say I'm good at this. Like, right. I'm not going to listen. But, like. I never thought like that because I was always in my head. I was never good enough. So I always was like, okay, he's actually trying to help me. So I always have to get better. And even if you're at the top, you should always still think like that because there's always somebody that's better than you somewhere. Yeah. Unless you're LeBron or Kobe. Yeah. And you're already solidified. But even then, Kobe after basketball was still trying to be the best at something. LeBron is still trying to be the best. Michael Jordan is still trying to be the best at something. So I don't think that mindset should ever just leave. So then what, what's your current take on AAU culture today? I mean, now you're kind of removed from it and you're kind of looking on the outside of it. What do you see when you see it now? I feel like I'll bust all them kids' asses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not – like, just due to the fact that like, I see a lot of kids and it's just – there's some kids that are really dogs, but it's like everybody wants to team up with people or everybody wants to, like, be a part of a team that that they already see that as winning – just jump on like, yeah i don't like to jump on bandwagons or do any of that like all the kids that are here i always tell them like okay like i don't care if they're ranked you're gonna play a whole bunch of ranked people you're gonna play a whole bunch of like whatever just do what you have to do like when yep. i feel like even though it wasn't that long even when i play like i never i always like to meet people i'm always nice i like to meet people but like there's a certain switch that i have to where it's like when it's like after i'm done being nice it's like a whole different person and then a lot of I don't see that with a lot of people when it comes to AAU. Yeah. And like now it's just a whole bunch of like fun games and goofiness. Like I don't like that. It's just weird. Like it's not competitive anymore. Not yeah. as much. It as is, used. but it's not. 
Okay. Because it's just weird. Like, I've never seen a whole bunch of, like, I watched last week, and mm-hmm. I watched kids have a dunk contest for a whole last minute of a game. And you're and they're, the other team was down by 30. Terrible. Like, why would, what? I don't know. Right. I'd never lose by 30 and try to have a dunk contest with somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just weird to me. Now, if I was up, oh, I'm having a dunk. I'm having a dunk <laughs> contest. I'm, but that's even still shows the competitive nature of like I don't care about what you have to think. Right. We're gonna do whatever we want. Yeah. No. I get and then it. like the fact that the kids were just trying to join in and just have fun. Like I understand the having fun part, but like have fun and win. <laughs> like don't have fun when you're losing by thirty, and now you're trying to be cool. Like you could be cool somewhere else. Well, that's why I think it's interesting, and you know, I'm saying because now, even for you, like for for guys like me and Mark, you know, we're older, so obviously we're far removed. But for someone like you, who's only even a few years out, you can see the difference, you know. And now you're speaking, you're viewing it from a lens of, you know, someone who's still on the climb, still on the rise, who's, you know, uh, playing collegiate basketball. You you had to you know, good years of collegiate basketball under your belt. You're transitioning to now, you know, that next step for yourself. And obviously, potentially, you want to play, I'm sure, pro ball overseas, whatever, you know, the case may be. Um, but now you see kind of what some of these old heads or whatever talk about when it comes to AU, where we say it's not competitive, there's no loyalty, there's no, you know, kids don't want to uh, learn, they just want to be told what they want to hear. You yeah, see what I I'm saying? That. You know, like, a kid, like you said, a kid will be like, oh, I don't like this coach because he doesn't say I'm amazing and I'm the best shooter ever, so I'm going to go over to, you know, other towns select, and then they're going to tell me I'm amazing and I get to do whatever I want, even though I'm losing, but I don't care because it makes me feel better. I feel like you feel like you're the man. I hate that. Like, I just hate people that just think they're way better than what they are. Like, that always brought out something, like, like different because it's like there's a whole bunch of kids that are better than me that have the same exact story yeah that's like and it gets on my nerve like because i didn't even start getting recruited until my junior year by good schools like after that summer to where i actually thought so it was like when i hear like five star like oh that person is great i want to see why and a lot of people don't like a lot of people are scared to play again i'm like okay like i want to know why you're that good Mm. because i'm not viewed as that good obviously i don't have my ranking so why are you that good right and if i kill you then why am i not ranked than you are and then well you also well it's funny because you're you're cool or at least you know i've seen from your social media you hang out with every now and then um What's old boy, the young kid? That's oh, Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams. Oh, he's yeah, a dog. Yeah, so how, tell me about that. Does that kid work pretty hard? Does he, he seem pretty he serious? Like, he he always works out with me and my trainer out there. And a lot of kids out here, I like, I just try to compare them. Not even, like, compare, but just see, like, the mentality of it. So I remember going in. It, it was in, oh, dang. I don't care. It was in June. And yeah. we were playing against each other. And it was, like, the fact of – I was scoring, like, because I'm older. But yeah. not just due to the fact. It was just, like – because he's he's built like a man. Like, he's a man child. And mm-hmm. it was, like, me, another kid named Wayne, a kid named Alex, and a kid named Manny. And we're all just playing against each other. And a lot of people out here are, like, kind of scared to go up against the challenge of, like, oh, I'm bigger – and like now he he's older. Like he like Mikey went at me like I was one of a little kid. Yeah. And the fact of like when we we won the we won like it was two on two full court we won it, and we were supposed to shoot after he was like no like we're playing like <laughs> and that's like 
that's what I like out of mm-hmm. people like that because he's like a he's a good player that wants to prove why he's good. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to be like, yep. oh, I'm I'm already good. Okay, that's fine. Like yeah. he wants to prove to everyone why I'm better than you. And then that's the mentality I like. That's why I see why he, I see why he's a five star. Mm-hmm. He's at what a 40, 40 inch vert. Yeah. And kills like he just, yeah. he's just a dog. Like it's just people like that. I have I just have to respect. It's just oh, okay. I want to prove why I'm better than you over and over again until you know why. The it factor. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't like the people that just try to shy away from it or like even my little my little bro isaiah the one i was talking mm-hmm. about isaiah that that's what yeah isaiah um his name he goes to placer and he wants and he thinks oh i'm good i'm like prove to me why you're good like instead of telling all of your friends why you're good kill them and what you say you're good at like if i say i'm good at 2k and if i don't like realize, okay i'm about to beat you i'm about to beat you i'm about to beat you and then we play and you kill me you're not gonna believe anything else i have to say so if i play you in basketball i'm like i'll kill you and then I kill you, what else can you say? And then we play again, and I keep reminding you how much better I am <laughs> and not talking about, like, you don't have to, mm-hmm. some things you don't have to say, like, you can establish yourself without being cocky. Mm-hmm. Like, I can play you and I can beat you, and then we can have, like, all guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, I smacked you, blah, 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 but we can still be friends after, but I still establish that, hey, I'm better than you. You know, I don't have to keep saying it. Right. Now you just know, like, I don't really talk until I'm spoken to because then, Okay, you want to talk. Now I'm going to be better than you at talking, and then I'm going to kill you at basketball. Hmm. So right. it's like, that's my thing. Like, if you're going to say something or, like, prove it to me. Like, I like to be, like, just prove it. I don't okay. care about you have to, what you have to say. A lot of people say whatever. So it's just. No, that's good. I like that. And I like that mentality. Uh, you got any uh, more questions for him, uh, Mark? Um, yeah. So how was, uh, I know Coach said you, you played at San Diego City College. I'm from San Diego. So, you know, I played at San Diego Mesa College for a couple of years. How was that experience from here, Sacramento, Placer, to go down south to Southern California playing at San Diego City College? How was that experience? It was fun. It was just a whole, like, different experience. San Diego actually reminds me of, like, the Placer area. It's like a bigger, small town because mm-hmm. everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. But it's just filled with more star-studded people, mm-hmm. I guess, like people that have higher rankings and, and stuff. beaches. Yeah, yeah, that's beaches. nice. I never, nice. I never went to the beach though. Well, you're boring, so that's <laughs> your fault. But it was my freshman year. It was cool. Like I came in at 17, mm-hmm. and then just the transition of like I'm strong, and then playing against somebody that has kids and realizing how <laughs> grown men JUCO you got For some 25 year olds exactly and realizing 28 year olds out there realizing that I have a lot to work on and like yeah. just like trying to find myself like as a person not just mm-hmm. as basketball i feel like i grew up the most my freshman year nice. just finding out who i am as a person and like what i want to do mm-hmm. besides just like basketball wise too i feel like i got better out there also yeah. mentally but yeah so it was fun my freshman year was kind of tough though i hurt my ankle twice and like it limited me to play some of my uh league games mm-hmm. my conference games mm-hmm but it was just just trying to find my groove. College really kind of takes away your confidence. Mm-hmm. So, like, it took away my confidence my freshman year. And, like, my sophomore year also, it was just, like, a whole bunch of stuff that just went on at the school. It just took mm-hmm. away confidence. But it was fun. It was just a great experience just playing against those type of people, playing mm-hmm. at a school that is 
renowned for being like yeah. a high level school yeah. so like everybody's yeah. coming at me yeah. in the school so yeah. it was really fun and just making a name for myself out there yeah. was really nice that's good that's good good well we switch gears let's talk about uh the nba let's uh we're seeing some interesting stuff out of the bubble yeah. right uh yeah. Mark, uh, let's talk about your Lakers, man. man. Hey, I don't, I don't LA know what's game. going on well, right let's, now. Game, Laker game, Laker game. I, I, I what's your don't team, know. coach? What's your team? They you suck. know my team. No, I don't. What are they? Where, where am I from? I don't care. Where, no, where now you, you don't care. Uh, oh, you're the Warriors. <laughs> are you the Warriors fan? Yes, I'm a Warriors fan, Kai. Trash. Who's Kyle your team? Kai. You got squad? Are you a Kings fan? I'm a Lakers fan. Oh, uh, hey. Bad, bad. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say this though. Laker game. At the end of the day, we got the number one seed. So true. It kind of really doesn't matter in a way. I mean, but at the same time, the Clippers are struggling. You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee just lost to Dallas. You know, they're supposed to be the beast out of the East. So and the Sun, aren't the Suns 5-0? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Devin Booker's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Oh, okay. No. He might appreciate hearing that. So, I don't know. I feel like, you know how it is. You know you know how LeBron's mentality is, too. You know, once playoffs start, that's when everything's going to happen. So, I still I still feel everybody's still kind of feeling. Because T.J. Warren is like the best player in the Bro, NBA that right is now. crazy, Hey, I've been right? playing with T.J. Warren since he was on the Suns in 2K. I, all my friends know he's Bro. been that guy. Bro, no, he is not. Bro, he'll give you 60. Did He might now. Yeah, me now. Yeah, 50, 53. What the other day? Oh, 53 in the bubble. He'll give you 85. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All jump shots. No, did y'all see the meme with him and Jimmy Butler and stuff now, too? They talked about, like, Butler's stats in the bubble and yeah, his stats in the bubble. Yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness. This yeah. is crazy. I mean, I don't know. It really, to me, it really looks up up for grabs, especially in the East, yeah. man. I mean, it really yeah. just doesn't. And I was watching the um, I watched the Rockets and Lakers game, too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I did, man, I do like what the Rockets are doing, but do you mm -hmm. really think they can win a championship with no, that? No, no. I just no, don't see it. No, no. What about you, young fella? Do like, no. you think they can win a championship with that ball, that style of play? Giannis will dunk on all of them. <laughs> yeah. He can dunk on all of them, but the problem is he has to play a whole team. And, I mean, shit, the way they were making threes, it was ridiculous. In like, a seven-game series, like, that style of play can't last because the game slows down. And they want to speed it up. So it's like – and you know how – Harden and Westbrook haven't proven anything yet when it True. comes to those moments. Yeah. So it's like you have to go with that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. And D'Antoni doesn't – of course, he has a great regular season record mm -hmm. when it comes to playoffs. Like He's got to be one yeah. of the most winning for sure. record coaches of all time. For sure, regular how, season. How, has he ever won a championship? Nah, he no, don't got he no rings. That I can think of. He won no. a ring in Italy. You know? Yeah, yeah but, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that Rockets to that Rockets situation is just so interesting to me because this is the scary part. Let's say they do win a championship, right? Mm. What that now does is it kind of adds validity to their system. And yeah. what does the NBA then try to do? Because remember when the Warriors were doing what they were doing, was everyone was trying to simulate it. They were Copycat trying to simulate league. it. Copycat league. So what happens now? We start six five centers and. I mean, bigs basically just don't come off the bench. Like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? It's really yeah. kind of – if they win this, culturally it's going to shift things in the NBA. I hope it doesn't because, again, I still believe in the new school, but I still mm -hmm. think you got to have some traditional mm -hmm. – like I'm a big proponent of four-out, one-in. Mm -hmm. I like that style of play, the four-out, one-in, mm -hmm. because it still gives bigs room, to, plenty of room to operate. When you had two bigs down, when you the traditional one-two – 
one, two, mm-hmm. two sets. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it became too congested, right? Mm-hmm. But now that you go a lot of four out, one in, Kentucky's, you know, very Calipari system is pretty much the, the pioneers of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that style of play. So everybody's on an island. Everybody yeah. can go to work. You know what I mean? It gives it, it keeps you out of the other guy's space. Yeah. So that's my style of play that I would like to see. But mm-hmm. would I have a six five, six four center going against, you know, six yeah. ten, seven footers? Yeah. Probably not. Like yeah. I, even, I don't know. Even in the NBA, it's not even a lot of like a lot of their plays don't even matter. It's yeah. just down to the end. If you watch it, it's all pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, pick so and roll. A lot of pick and roll. Just, so I feel like they can get far in the playoffs just right. due to the fact of mm-hmm. if you're a small, like a lot of those guys, like PJ Tucker and all of them, they have a lot more stamina and everybody has to step out. Yeah. So you really can't help. So if you help off James Harden, there's everybody on the floor can shoot. Right. Yeah. And right. then if you don't do that, Russell Westbrook or all of them are good into the mm-hmm. basket and they all shoot high percentage free throws. Like, yeah. I think their team is shooting, like, 80% free throw or something like that. Yeah. It's so just, it's, like, it's hard to guard, but at the same time, all of that energy trying to box out and do all of that can kill a team yep. when it's all seven-footers. But also, if you just outrun them, yeah, that's all layups. Really? You know, Coach Chris, Coach Chris style. Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. All my teams better run. And, and, <laughs> but, and, but you got to play defense. And James Harden locked up Giannis uh, last time they played in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I, and I, yeah, I give James Harden a lot of credit. He's I mean, the best post defender in the league. I'm what? Playing. I'm kidding. Yeah, Hell please no. don't. Please don't say nothing. No, nah, but no, no. Cap though, Chris Paul for MVP. Whoa. Wow. No, if you want to talk about who's really been impressing me is Luca. Luca yeah. is so good. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. When I was watching the I Milwaukee agree. game. He controls everything. Like, you can't stop him. It's not even about the scoring. You know what I'm saying? He had 19 assists and 14 rebounds with 30 points. You know what I'm saying? He's not even fast. And so just watching him, you know. No, like, he's a basketball genius. He's been playing pro since 14. So it's like, he's 21 now. What's he going to look like as a 28-year-old man? You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's very, very impressive when you can control a pace of the game against high-level athletes. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's, I don't know. I I, I had to put it on my story on my IG. I think he's going to be, when it's all said and done, he's going to be on that Mount Rushmore. That's that's what I think. That's a a big claim right there. I believe so. Devin Booker Booker is 23, and he had 70 at 20. He's going to be a GOAT. They okay, lost here, they lost it. that game though. You want you want a splash for Devin Booker because you making it. You saying that so intensely here. You want another <laughs> one? That's for Devin Booker. So if he ever hears this podcast, he knows you're a fan, right? I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay. He's nasty though. D. Book <laughs> is nasty. Chris Paul for MVP. Chris Paul for. Okay, well. he's 35. I'm, I'm not brought OKC. Had I'm a, not co-signing on that. He was 35 and brought OKC to the playoffs. After they said they had like a nineteen percent chance of going. Okay, well he he did my MVP. It. Okay, that's that's cool. He'll he's win. A, he'll win your moral point guard. He won't actually win the MVP, but he'll get your moral MVP. My favorite point guard ever. Like you should write it on a piece of paper, and mail it to him or something. My favorite point guard ever. Okay, is that right. who you pattern your game after? Kind of. Okay. He's mm. no, I, like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hard. It's like a in between of like him. Who are your top three? I always ask all the players I train, give me your top three players that you like watching, you're patting your game after. Who are your top three off the bat? Don't even Chris, think about it. Chris Paul. Boom. Kobe. Boom. And I like to watch. What is, oh my gosh. 
You can't remember your favorite player. Chris Paul, name. Kobe. No, it's not third person. Who is it? What team? Oh, are are you asking me? I'd have no clue. What team? What team you play for? I'm trying to think. No. Who do I like to watch a lot? We have a time limit on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like to watch? Devin Booker? No. I do like to watch Devin Booker. Okay. But, but who do you take? Like, so if it's, it's, Chris, it's Paul, Chris Paul, Kobe, Kobe we, who, who's the third person? some random third invisible Negro. We don't know no, who it is. I don't know. I like. I'll probably just say them too. Okay. okay. Well, fair yeah. enough. That's a good two to emulate. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So courtside today uh hey. yeah you 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 went and saw him. well shout out shout out to mark helping me out with the highlights I yeah man i was that. rushing over in the freeway <laughs> like, i need to make this championship game i was like uh, unfortunately <laughs> we didn't make it to the championship and and kai knows my 15u team pretty well too because uh this is Jaden's team you know Jaden or Tato's team uh Jaden's kind of the next kid up that he's tough yeah. is that number two yeah, number yeah, two. He's yeah. nice. The one, oh, Jaden got his first dunk today. In game dunk. That was his first dunk. That was his first in game uh, dunk today. First in game oh, dunk. I'm yeah, so I'll give a splash for Jaden. But yeah, got his first first in game dunk today. Fast break, last few seconds, boomed it. It was pretty good. Again, though, it was against some you know random local team. I don't care. Uh, we played. Jaden is tough. Yeah, well, not against Tim Arsenal because we choked against Ooh. Arsenal. We choked big time. Like we played Arsenal our first game. And did not play well, did not shoot the ball well, turned the ball over. I think Jaden had like seven turnovers uh, in some crit- critical times. My bigs. Disappointed. Uh, they were soft. Charmin ultra soft. Mm. Um, like their coach. Yeah, no, shut up. Uh, <laughs> coach Chris, everybody, not everybody knows uh, Coach Chris is not soft. But, That's Cab. Okay. And so, he, um, I think Cab only had two points. I think Trevor, my other big, only had two points. Yeah. And they're both like 6'6", six, six, 200 pounds, biggest guys on the court. Like, just couldn't make nothing. You guys lost? Yeah. By how much? By like nine, I, I think. Nine or ten, maybe. Maybe even more. I don't know. We didn't get blown out, but still. And, uh, you know, I give give Arsenal credit. They beat us, and uh, uh, we didn't step, We didn't meet the challenge. Because this 15-year team I got, um, I believe, will evolve into a circuit team. Or a team capable of beating circuit teams, basically. Will um, it be better than our YBA team, the best YBA, YBA team ever? Which one is that? The Beesmall team? No, with Coach Brandon. That that the best YBA. That team That is ever. not the best YBA team. Coach, ever. No, that is not the no. Nobody ever would beat us. <sighs> this team would beat you. What your 15 team? Uh, when they get to your age? No. When they get to your guys's age Never. and they were there? Yes. No. Yeah, we had two seven footers. What forty inch vertical? You didn't have wow. two seven footers. You okay, had we, two. They were we like had six. One seven footer. Yeah, and one, one yeah. person that was six ten named Tibion who <laughs> was a vertical fifty inches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, this team and dunked on any and everybody who looked at him the wrong way. No, yeah. no. Yeah, he. he well, yes, Savion did dunk on. A and lot then Amari, of who's seven foot, who has a burner. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Adam. You know Adam. Oh, well, of course I know Adam. Love Adam. That's my, that's my burner guy. clip. But more than a burner clip, banana true, clip. True. Like that's not like a squad. They did have, they did have one hell of a team. They did have one hell of a team. And we and have, they had your boy right here. Oh yeah, they yeah, had oh, me. He, they, they had me leading the pack, sitting on everybody. He, he was, a, he was just on the team. They had <laughs> me, they had me on the court, sitting on everybody that walked. No, they didn't know you. On everybody no. that walked. Everybody. I remember. No, you were handed out the water. I remember that. No. Not <laughs> so everybody that walked. Oh, we, shut up. Everybody that looked at me the wrong way got that cl- clamped up. 
Hey. You hear, you hear this? You, you, you and threw out dimes. That's all I did. No mid range. Yeah, yeah. Mid range dimes. Mid range bandit. I need a score. All, all. Just, just lead the team to a win. <laughs> oh, and we had Will, the nastiest white boy to ever live. The nastiest <laughs> white boy to ever live. He That's is. A I'm not even kidding. He was like six two, six three, and he was probably one of the smoothest players I ever like. Really? With a forty. Okay. Where's he at now? He went to UCSD. Okay. Mm-hmm. He played play basketball there? Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, offered. Offered sure. up. Oh, and then we had Joe, who plays at Denver. Okay. Burner clip. Man, okay. what? Nobody would have beat us. This is our, our story isn't done yet, so we'll see. Nobody would have we'll beat see. us. No. No way. Well, beat hopefully you. your 15 is list, will listen to this. Yeah, that'd be great. And now motivate them. Yeah, because after they took that L, I made them have a fucking practice. I yeah, said, we're did. going to practice. Wait, come oh, here we go. Can the 15 you team hear me? Y'all will never be us. See, <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do hear this. Y'all, so, y'all, are, y'all are my sons. Oh, this there we go. This is Kai talking. <laughs> you guys are my sons. Why are you talking deeper? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so the 15 you, so you guys hear never, that. Never. Um, Kai Huntsbury says your guys, when you're juniors, would still not beat their team as juniors. So you got a nice little challenging for them. But, you and know, you guys are all hecka old. I was sixteen. I was fifteen, turning sixteen as a junior. Get your get your levels you, right. Yes, you were young. Yes, that is true. So yeah. that means if you guys are seventeen, that means you have to go off my senior year. And my senior year was crazy. I'm gonna y'all kill all y'all. <laughs> we um forty. Thank you. Forty ball. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. So I well, like I said, after I made their asses practice and run through stuff, and then it it also hurt not having my starting point guard Brandon, the the uh, kid from Humboldt. Um, the small one? Yeah, he's, he's really tough. yeah, he's really good. Like <laughs> he sits. Yeah. He's he really did. good. Like, yeah, that boy can play. The, Can't sit on me though. Remember that, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> when Brandon hears this, you know he'll come right at you too. Just just like Malik used to all the time. Get what? But uh, shut up. Let's see. Um <laughs> What uh so has you you talking to your college guys or um or prep school guys or anything like that, any of your friends uh, with COVID-19, what are they talking about amongst you guys for the season moving forward? Are you going to have seasons? Are you going to have seasons? What's going to happen? A lot of people are talking. They're trying to have seasons. My girlfriend plays at the University of Alabama for volleyball, and, like, they're still fighting for their season. And then I just feel like this has ruined a lot of stuff. Like, this ruined a lot of recruitment for a whole bunch of kids and all of that. So if they don't have a season – like they're saying, they're losing a lot of money, which they are, but yeah. they have so much money that they don't they don't pay kids, so that's so much money saved up. Mm-hmm. Last year, when Zion played at Duke, they said they made like they made more money than some NBA teams did, and I think NBA, it was like seventy million in the and, one year he was there. And then NBA teams are making like, and NBA teams have enough money to pay for people, yeah, like pay millions and millions and millions of dollars for kids, oh absolutely, and all of that. So it's like all of their money, like where is it going to? Like it has to be going somewhere. It's not. They're not buying a new facility every year. No. They're sponsored by teams, so they're getting Nike gear and stuff. They're not paying for Nike gear. So, so then, it's like, well, then that leads a good question. I mean, do we think uh, college players should get paid? Yes. Yes. Yep. Definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. And uh, that's part of the shift with uh, uh, HBCUs and or you know. African American kids, black kids going to HBCUs now, especially to kind of stand up mm-hmm. for, you know, all the crazy 
inequalities and the police brutalities and all the stuff going on. You know, George Floyd was clearly the catalyst to change that um, or, you know, to start to invoke the change. And now you got kids really strongly thinking of going to HBCUs and G League. G League. Yeah. Yep. Like they're saying we're tired of being exploited. We're tired of yep. you guys making millions of dollars. And then the second I want to damn hamburger and i asked my friend for five bucks i get in trouble i'm in trouble mm-hmm. hey the ball family's the smartest yes yeah. lavar is a genius like he lamello went played overseas for a year at 16 made all the money he could mm-hmm. came back and played high school to finish out his career have a fun time still living a high school career mm-hmm. went around europe made the most money all the money that he could off of his australia name. Yep. Bought bought the team that he played for to make profits off the team he just played for, and he's still making profits off the team that he probably doesn't even care about anymore. <laughs> and then is a first right. round draft pick. Yep, yep, yeah, absolutely people, right. And people still yell at Lavar for being a bad dad. Lavar gonna have he's all three boys in the NBA. Yeah, he yeah. gonna have all three boys when it's all said and yeah. done. They won't all be on the same team. I know he was talking. That all bullshit. three will be on the same team they one day. No, I believe it. Gosh. Watch. I yeah, believe when it. Two, when two of them I are retiring, it. yeah, I sure. It. The Lakers will be like, all right, man, we'll take you back. <laughs> You're right here, so we'll take you back. Lamelo's gonna be the best one. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I believe I it. I can see that. Lonzo see is the goat but, of passing. Hey, but 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 Chris, listen to this. But this is the thing. Look at how the NBA is. Look how much power players are having. Yeah. You can't tell me in five to eight years if all three boys do what they're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Jello's already in the G League. Uh, Lonzo's doing really good now with the Pelicans. Lamelo does what he's supposed to do. How contracts are, all three of them can find their way back on the Lakers or some team Bro. and be together. Why not? If LeBron can control, <sighs> I don't and see. do stuff. I feel like I believe it. I, I believe it. Okay. I don't think they're all three going to be in L.A. I just don't see that prophecy happening. I think it's a possibility they can all three be on a team. team. Yeah, okay. that is possible depending on the market and things like that. Like if you're, if, yeah. if Two you, of the Altadacumba brothers are on the same team, why can the third one be? Yeah, uh, I mean, right, again, as I said before, it depends on the market, it's depends on the need, and it depends on how good <laughs> you got jokes. It depends on how good one of them is going to be because LeBron has Giannis. The only reason I believe that his older brothers on that team is because it look at. Stephen Curry, his uh, brother-in-law, who's married to his sister, yeah. is playing on the Warriors. Yeah, that's Come hilarious. On, Come on, you hilarious. know, you know, there's some connection there. Wait, who? True. Who's married to his sister? Uh, who, uh, the oh boy, I I know you're talking about. I can't his last his name, name is Lee. Something Lee. Oh, like uh, isn't it like uh, Courtney Lee or no? No, 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 no. Something Lee. It's something Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yes, married but to, he to Curry. But he's on the Warriors. And I'm not saying he's still nice. He's solid. Of course, you and the NBA, you nice. But come on now. You know? Yeah. There's there's something there. Oh, no, there's know? pull there. I mean, uh, you, do you think the Lakers are kicking themselves in the foot for not uh, taking Carmelo Anthony? No. No? They're no. good with that, even though he's no. had a few. Anthony Davis. You ha- well, no, it, it wasn't that. Oh, they was it Sidney Lee? Did we get it? What is it? Dang it. Damian Lee. Damian, Damian Lee. Damian Lee. I know okay. it started with D. Damian Lee. Damian Lee. But I don't know, man. LeVar Ball is powerful. I yeah. believe in LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in that man. He's I believe funny. in him. He's <laughs> funny. He's what? He's heck of funny. Oh, you say he's heck of funny. Oh, okay. Oh, you met him? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, For real? You've met him? Oh, okay. Y'all both got that same tooth. <laughs> just had to point that out uh, don't look at me like that don't he's already thinking of yeah, like he's, he's analyzing he's contemplating right now that. trying to start this. don't start this no 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 he's already thinking of a comeback no i didn't right start now. it you made a lot of jabs 
<laughs> you made a lot of jazz. I've been let go. You keep talking about my braids all the time. <laughs> you started it. No, I did. Stop analyzing, trying to figure <laughs> figure out what he's talking song. about. Damn. <laughs> you got NBA 2K tattoos. <laughs> Here you go. What, what, I like my kid tattoos. What are you talking about? You got VC tattoos. They, they, they look good. I don't care what you say. Uh, I'm you, on you. you just I'm got on a tattoo. I'm on you for the rest of the show. No, oh, here we go. Yeah, well, I can turn your mic off. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to give um, want to talk about some funny things that were happening at Courtside. Like always, you know, we always talk about the current events and the crazy stuff that I see in here. Uh, first thing was. Uh, uh, Courtney from NorCal Ducks, man. Um, I feel bad for her sometimes in terms of she coaches boys, and overall she's a really cool person. She she runs her program well. Um, you know, I've had a lot of good conversations and things with her, but uh, she always ends up with guys cursing her out and shit like that. And that's just like it, it's so yeah. it, it's so funny to me. It's just insecurities, like, right? Like I guess from the the bits and pieces I gathered and the overall talking to her and the whole story. So um, this was the same woman. Remember when Jada was yeah, here yeah, and got, yeah, this is the yeah. same head coach and yeah. you met Courtney, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I guess their team beat this other team. Uh, the coach for the other team, you know, was then like, was then fuck you, bitch. You know, Damn. I don't want to shake your hand. Uh, Wouldn't yeah. shake her hand, but some of the players would shake her hand. I mean, it's just totally snowballed and went south and again, just because it's a woman coach on the men's side or a woman ref on the men's side, why do we think we shouldn't hold them to the same level of respect? Especially, this is the other flip side of it. You know, black men in general, in overall mass media and overall, even around the world, we're not necessarily represented in the most positive light. You know, when people think of, the father of of two kids black men don't don't come to mind not saying it's justified because you know we're all fathers in here except you obviously guy but and okay shut up and we you know we (laughs) (laughs) take we take care of our kids and you know we work hard but again you know when when you look at media when you look at you know uh some of the the character caricatures of what they show when it comes to african-american men we're not shown in the most positive light. one of the most popular shows and i was a fan of the show um watching it too was the wire right Mm. but if you've ever seen the wire every fucking black stereotype is in there like every Mm. single one not to say it didn't have its nuances and its deep thought moments and things like that but you had every thug gangster number one gangster number two pants sag and everything extra big nobody can articulate well i mean it was just you know and and you got shows that that kind of model that like empire or you know power not to say they're not great um show pieces with with good thoughts and everything like that what i'm circling back to is you know as black men in a predominantly black sport we need to hold ourselves more accountable than that like if I saw that brother talking to her like that. I would be one of the first people to be like, hey, man, like, just chill out. It ain't about fighting the dude, but it's like, let's try to do better. And and I'm tired of seeing uh, women kind of being driven out of the Ben side because we're just assholes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we just like we just do things that are we make their sex a part of it. I've literally heard referees talk to women coaches in ways that I know they would never talk to me. 
I don't know if you guys seen that, but I'm just saying I know I have. I've seen you almost get beat up. You by, saw me almost get beat up. Yeah, but uh, in Vegas. In Vegas, almost got was playing. <laughs> shut up. First off, you know that it definitely wasn't the case. So shut the hell up. I'm going to tell you a story real quick. He's going to lie. We're He's going to tell a lie. We're in Vegas getting smacked, no. by the way. Yeah, but but Ready, then wait, because we, of that, I helped y'all win, clearly, because no, y'all won. No, no, because won. No, no, y'all won after. No, because. Y'all was, started getting a win after I almost beat the dude's ass in the stands. That's 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 not how that's I recall it. Can I tell, okay, can go I tell, ahead, my, go, can go I tell my story? Tell your lie. So look, this is what happened. <laughs> we're playing in the game, right? We're like, oh wow, we're getting smacked by like twenty at halftime. Coach Brandon is yelling at us like that. We're like, dang, what's going on? Next thing I know, I see Coach Chris trying to look all buff and stuff. Talk about, oh, what you trying to do? I'm laughing like, oh, he's going to get beat. Oh, <laughs> oh, so then the second half started because it's like the 20-minute halves. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, while Coach beat, while he get beat up, let me let me finish the game real quick <laughs> so so he don't get beat up so we can all go help him. So we was like, so we just all stepped it up, you know, sat. Defense, all that layups after layups, tie mm-hmm. the game up. Hey. Right. Drew up a play. The play almost worked. Didn't work though. But mm-hmm. the ball got tipped out of bounds by somebody else and they called like a holding foul. So they brought it back. So next thing we know, just threw the ball up. Tivy on the dude that has a fifty inch vertical that mm-hmm. he says one of his players could stop. Mm-hmm. Uh he caught the ball and just put it in. We won. Hey. Yeah. And then after that we just went, we we're just going crazy. I remember that. Oh, but back to the story where how he almost got beat up. Uh, I didn't get. I so didn't then, almost beat so up. the game ended. I had to walk out like, "Hey, stop talking to him like that." If I have to do something weird to you, <laughs> that that. Then after that, the game, he was like, "Oh my god, thank you, Kai. Thank you." Oh, my that's god. what I said. That's what I said. I went. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's not the case at all, at, at all. But well, I let you. I let you live that truth. I almost started a riot at YBA. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I know, but I'll let you live that truth in terms of what well, you weren't the, even there when I almost started the, a riot. The quick, I heard about it. The quick, the quick actual story in Vegas. What happened was a uh, guy in the stands. I was recording their game. The guy in the stands started getting into it with one of our coaches, mm-hmm. um, and it was weird because the kids were just. It was the it was the sixteen you guys um, from my team watching them play and they were all just like supporting each other and just kind of in the other 16 team for the other team they were supporting each other and basically this guy I'm, I don't know if he was drunk or just whatever was wrong with him he um he starts talking to one of our coaches coach Adam and you know he, he was kind of a taller guy Adam's not the tallest dude but he starts like pushing Adam and like putting his hands on him and so one of our kids Sam um got up and was and Sam's like you know six seven six eight and he's just like hey man like you know yeah. we're just like let's relax now you know we're good, and I'm walking over kind of just like okay let me see if I can defuse the situation. What made me jump out my character um, was the guy then put his hands on Sam, mm. and I don't give a fuck yeah. when these kids are on a trip with me. Mm-hmm. They're like my kids. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like I protect like parents are trusting me with their kids, mm-hmm. so. When I saw that grown man put his hands on Sam, yeah. I bolt over there. I grabbed dude and threw him against the wall. Ooh. And, so that, so that wasn't then, me? Kai, do, yeah. Kai, you're in the game. Shut up. And so I throw him against the wall. Yeah. And he like tries to put me like, get the fuck off. And so yeah. I throw him back again and I pick yeah. him I, I pick him up 
um, by his shirt. Shut up. <laughs> I pick him up by his shirt, and then so by that time, yeah. brand like the whole game is stopping because yeah. they think like a whole yeah. fucking riot's about to happen. So then Brandon comes out of the game so and comes Brandon grabs me and is like, Chris, calm the fuck down. Like, yeah. like we're in the middle of a, you think like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, yeah. okay, you're right. You're right. So Brandon yeah. comes and call and Brandon's a bouncer for a living too. So that's yeah. funny as hell. So he Got comes. Hands. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon match, does have he really hands. Does he really does day. have hands. But then he grabs me and he's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? So I calm yeah. down and redefuse the situation. They win. Dude didn't, you know. I, I, to Can be honest, finish? no. To be honest, I, I, uh, I invited him outside. I even like I said, if you really want to go finish this, yeah. we can go outside and go finish it real quick. Like fuck, want the, it? fuck the kids, like yeah. fuck this shit. We can go. I'll go beat your ass real quick, and we'll just call mm -hmm. it a day. That's and tough. him and his wife and all they're like no we don't want any problems and they walked away that's but tough. that's the real story he no, wants to talk his look no no After no the look. game he saw me come up looking real mad and he stopped and he looked he was like now nah, i'm good because you know i was going to be outside too <laughs> <laughs> no cap we don't fight for her <sighs> all right kai we don't fight for her Who, who's we me and you i fight for her i don't i do no, you don't. I don't jump people. I fight one on one. Well, you fight one on one while I'm there, and I hope so. You don't they fight for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you are whatever. Moving on from this idiot. Okay, so the um, <laughs> the other thing I've been seeing at courtside a lot lately, which I wanted to talk about, was I see kids jumping on a thousand different teams in a weekend. You know what I mean? They'll they'll literally play, take off a jersey, play somewhere else, take off a jersey, play somewhere else, play somewhere else, play somewhere else. Play somewhere else. To me, that's a little excessive. It's too much. You know what I mean? You guys know me. I think you should only have two teams. You have a home base team and an alternate team when that home base team isn't playing. That's just me, what I personally think. You're, you're And YBA, we're lucky and good enough. Like, if one of our, like, if he's on the elite team and our elite team isn't playing that weekend, he can go to the next team, uh, the next YBA team, whether it be like our B team, our A team, or uh, the seven, or w one of the seventeen U teams. I mean, we have enough teams. A kid can always bounce around and find basketball. I'm not sure how I feel about kids playing. Like, uh, for instance, I have a kid on my team, Luca. Uh, he plays for me, City Hotshots, and Rose City. And and um, you know, at this point, I said, Luca, you got to make a choice. You got to have a you got to have a home team because. You, it's hard enough to if, if a coach is really coaching it's hard enough to remember one system one yeah. one style of play uh, uh, the details the the, the move sets the, the you know your team chemistry that's hard enough trying to remember that on three or four or five teams yeah. it just doesn't make sense unless you're a baby genius uh, uh, okay shout out to Roy yeah Roy yeah well Roy could do that yeah I remember and, it every set okay all the time right shut up Kai and so you know for okay. me, I don't know how I don't like it. I just me personally, I don't like it. I don't think it should be okay. You know, I wonder who's paying for all this because right. I know I would be pissed if I'm paying money, but then this kid that just randomly jumps on the team whenever he feels like it shows up. I know as a parent that would piss me off because it's basically like this kid is playing for free, but then coaches allow it to happen because they're more concerned with the wins. They're like, oh, this kid's really good, so I'm just gonna let him do whatever he wants my thing is where's the accountability anymore is there is there any more accountability anymore what do you guys think about it yeah i don't I'm, I'm with you you should only be with one or two teams that's i don't know that's like what's uh what's the purpose really you know what i'm saying i mean that's uh 
one or two teams. Yeah. What about what about you guys? Since you played for like seven, right? Back in my <laughs> heyday. <laughs> no, actually, played for I like played, twelve. I played for YBA, and then I had a team that. Uh, so when I was younger, at my elementary school, uh, I had like a. His name was Charles Drigo. He was like a really. He was like an uncle to me, and like his sons were like uncles to me also. Mm-hmm. So he passed away when I was like nine. And then he he used to coach Isaiah Pinero, who played at USD, who's like my big brother. So like we always had like him and his family always had like a tight relationship with them. I always did. So whenever they would always, I would always play for them whenever they would ask. So they were called like the Hedgehogs, mm-hmm. and it was an Auburn team. So it was just like out of due the respect to like their family mm-hmm. and them, I would always play for them. But I never played for anybody that I just didn't know, like did mm-hmm. not know. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I like to play for like somewhere I feel comfortable to play. Mm-hmm. I don't just play for like any team. So I played yeah. for them, and I remember playing. I played for Marcus one time also. Okay. Kirkland. Oh yeah, yeah. Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like that was like after it was like my senior year. And Makes sense. Just like oh. Okay. Well, you know. just wondering how you feel about that. All, the last thing that I thought was hilarious this weekend is uh, a referee and a coach ended up playing each other for a thousand dollars after a game. One on one. You should have signed me up. they were i guess apparently they were getting into it the coach and the ref you know the coach's team lost it was a team it's a team out from fresno i think it's they got next i think it's their coach or their director i believe i couldn't be i could be wrong but um i know they're based out of fresno that much i know um but i could have the program wrong um and i think this guy's also the director but wow. so then what happened was, I guess, after they got heated or whatever, the ref in him said, let's play one-on-one for $1,000. And it was wow. a game to three. That's with it. Game to three, right? Yeah. yeah. With uh, uh, with only three dribbles, you know, king of the court style. Yeah. And from what I heard, it took like 15, 20 minutes. Like, they were both <laughs> fucking so bad. <laughs> like, that's from what I heard. But the coach won. Yeah, I heard the coach one, and the and and uh, the cold part is the ref. I know the ref. Um, I used to coach him at ARC, so I felt kind of bad. I'm not telling you, but I felt bad. I was just like, damn, thousand dollars, thousand dollars. I don't know if he actually paid him. I don't know, but but the fact, me. shut up. The fact that all these kids, because all these kids and everybody were recording it. Yeah, people were putting it on their Instagram. That's how I saw it. Oh, My boy real? Carson, who's a referee, was yeah. literally sitting under the rim, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like it was, was at he the end of court side. No, he wasn't reffing the game. Shut up. And so, it's like, um, wh- what do we think about that? Like, I there's, I love it. I, I bet you do as a kid and a player. But there's no way as a coach I'm gonna play a referee. Like, I'll play him not right yeah. after the game. No, I have yeah. to like prove some stupid ass point after the game. I'll be like, let's meet up and we can really yeah. like play and see who can who. But but, but if he put a thousand dollars on it right then and there, if he like, put a thousand, I'm gonna give me a thousand dollars. Exactly. I'm gonna exactly. bust his ass and give me a thousand dollars. And like, I mean, at the same time, that's still better than fighting or somebody true, talking about they trying to go get their gun. Well, true. You know what I'm saying? I, they did I, I guess I'll take the one on one. Well, and that's the cold part because they told me after after the game, it, it escalated to where they were about to fight. Oh, after? Yeah, after yeah, they <laughs> were about, they were talking about fighting and yeah. my boy Carson with my him funny because my boy Carson who's a ref he's a goon he's he's a straight <laughs> he's banned from Cal Fit because he broke a guy's jaw like oh, he's that kind of dude and he said yeah I'm watching it and they were about to fight and he was like I could tell neither one of these two motherfuckers wanted to fight <laughs> you know you see two people about to fight but you yeah, like they don't yeah. really want to fight yeah. basically like most NBA players like he's yeah. like they don't really want to fight they just trying to make it look like they yeah. want to fight I got a question what why are you looking at me like that you like NBA players do not fight Look, uh, uh-huh. so if I was the ref, 
Mm-hmm. Would, and I was like, put me for it, put me for a thousand. What you gonna do? What was, me and you? Yeah. Oh, I'm taking that. Why? I'm taking that money in front of all your YBA First kids. off, first off, you wouldn't ref because you don't know the no. I know the game. You don't know the game. I know the game, game amazingly. No, not enough to ref it. Yes, I do. You know it as a player. No, I know it as everything. Okay, as everything. As everything. <laughs> I study it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, shout, shout out to uh, Kai's dad Howard. He he's an amazing dude. Um, um, I like him a lot more than your son. So yeah, <laughs> he's 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 great. I like him a lot more than I like myself. Also, yeah, he's actually talented. He sings. Yeah, he, he had an album out. He's at, well, he's on the movie La Bamba and all that stuff. His dad oh, his dad is like really like legit talented. And if stuff. y'all really want to hear the real singer in the family, let me know. I'll come it's back not on you. The show. It's definitely not you. But Howard Howard Huntsbury is that guy. So you know, shout out shout out to Howard, man. Shout out to everybody besides Coach Chris. <laughs> Coach Chris's hair doesn't hang long enough. For me. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding on to that one, weren't you? Hey. You were you were holding on to that one. And Coach Chris is not light skinned; he's pale skinned. Wow, <laughs> wow. Lights. He's uh he's bright skinned. <laughs> he's not tan. He's yellow. Okay, are you done? He looks like a white person who put on a uh, self tanner. <laughs> <laughs> all your players and all your haters are gonna. They love are. This they episode. are gonna love this. Gonna they love really this are. Episode. They really are, and it's okay because this is what I would expect from him. <laughs> so I got one question then. So we're going. We're talking about respectfully disrespectful. He doesn't have a forehead. He has shut a five up. head. Shut up. Shut up. All five right. head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, should speaking about because that's what kind of made me think about this. Um. Should they let basketball players fight? Yes. Like hockey? Yes. No, you can't. Why you say yes? Are you just talking to talk? Come on, Nemo. I was waiting for you to say something. Finding Nemo? Actually, I actually don't think they should. Okay. But sometimes, like, I feel like if it's taken to a certain point, then yeah. Okay. Like, I've played in a game where somebody's deliberately undercut me. Like after that, I don't feel like we should just be like, yeah. "Oh, let's play a game." Like, yeah, no, yeah. now you're scared to play like the rest of the game. Like, take two minutes out because you know they let them fight for like two minutes and put them in a little box. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, just, yeah, but it's not even just that. that. Like, if you're de- if you know somebody's deliberately like going at you to hurt you, then like, why shouldn't you be able to defend get them back? Yeah, because yeah. there's been games to where like even at Harwood where the riot almost happened. So after the game, a kid like you know Angel, you remember Angel? Yeah, I remember Angel. Of course. So we're all playing on the same team. Angel like he went up for a layup to end the game, and the dude like grabbed him. The game's over with. But like even then, even if that type of stuff happens, we can still get kicked out of Harwood or something yeah. like that, and something big could happen. And like that guy, and like all of that, he came over to where we were sitting at and still talking. Like his mom started talking and all of that. So it's just like. It's a point where you're playing basketball, and it's a point where, like, mm-hmm. you're taking it beyond basketball. Like, right. If you're deliberately going out of your way to undercut somebody and, like, trying to intentionally hurt them without mm-hmm. trying to make it seem like it, then I feel like you should get beat up yeah. by the whole team. <laughs> but other than that, like, no, like, no, there's no reason you should fight. It's just a friend. Yeah. It's like a competitive, friendly sport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, outside of basketball, like, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But, but, but again, they say boxing is a gentleman's sport. That's so, what I mean. Should, kindly get beat up if you do that or well, i'm just saying you so, know can we box I, you'd lose i'll punch you one time in your achilles you'll be done <laughs> you'd be right you probably would be right that no. that would you be would done. literally have to like bend down <laughs> and try to get that angle i don't fight fair <laughs> <laughs> clearly what about you mark what are your thoughts on this whole 
if we actually let players fight or not. And I don't even mean like kids. I don't mean high school. I mean, I would say maybe professional athletes. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, professionally, you know, you shouldn't, you know, but like he said, you know, there, there are times there are moments. I feel like in a way then maybe go back to like how the 80s and the 90s where you don't kick the players out if it gets to that point where you just let them blow off steam. Mm-hmm. But it's just so tricky because then you look at that one time, I don't know if it was back in the 60s or 70s when Rudy Tom Donovich or whatever. Oh, yeah, he punched broke him, almost killed him. Almost and like, killed yeah, him. Yeah, like, his brain was leaking fluid yeah, and all that. Yeah, like that the NBA bad. can't take what? something like that to happen if somebody gets seriously Yeah, hurt. it was bad. So was that's bad. tough. So I don't died. know. Unless they do something like, he got yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You you almost kill me. You think so? I I wouldn't kill you, but I'll do you weird. And hold you in my arms like you my little baby and be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, that is true. Because, again, you know, they're they're commodities. I'm kind of split on it, me personally. Because it's funny because you see a lot of – I see a lot of videos of NBA players, especially nowadays, Mm -hmm. doing more and more boxing training. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally saw a video of Rondo doing boxing training. Mm-hmm. I saw videos of Tim Duncan back in the day. doing. James Harden was doing boxing training when they were clowning him with cardio. his shirt off. And a, No, it is great cardio. It is. But why are they showcasing that so much nowadays? You know what I mean? Like, after after the whole Rondo-Chris Paul thing, it's like, let me get these boxing videos out just to <laughs> just let people know, you better not try me. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. There, there are some people uh, who had, like, legit – Fighting backgrounds though in the uh, in the NBA like it's James um, Johnson off the uh, what's my call it off the Heat yeah yeah he's really like that yeah. certified killer uh, David West used to be a boxer yep. he was a boxer uh, Kendall Gill Udonis oh, Haslam yeah. was like yeah yeah he was a and he was like that guy in Florida like not only it. was he I believe it an actual fighter but he was like that I, guy in I Florida. heard Stephen Adams folds people yeah Stephen Adams he's strong as hell man that that's one dude I'm pretty sure most people wouldn't want to would you mess with him though would you beat him up no. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I can't beat him up. You can't beat me. No, up. you. I can beat you up. No, but he, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, he. Oof, that'd I'll be bad. Nah, I'd run. That's a big dude. You can't run. I can run. Not faster than him. Steven Adams, yes, I can't. No, you can't. I've seen you run. You've never it's seen me. It's embarrassing. Is <laughs> <laughs> it embarrassing to see yeah. run? Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's your opinion. Like, I you know still when, beat you. You know when coaches are like running down and back, and you know you have like ten seconds, they get him like twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, no, I, I was just uh, thinking about that fact, kind of watching after watching the coaches and stuff. I was thinking like if they actually let basketball players fight, you know, because it was funny. Um, who? What am I thinking about that guy's name? The Polish hammer. Um, what's that? Polish. Huh? Polish hammer. I yeah, know what that, you're talking about. Um, Gortat. Gortat. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, his nickname, yeah, yeah. the Polish hammer. Yeah. Gortat. He's a boxer, and he was one. Of, he was actually advocating like, I want, I want them to let us fight in the NBA and Damn. stuff like that. So it's, it was just kind of a interesting topic. I thought just to uh, talk about because I'm, I'm seeing some of the, <laughs> the nonsense I saw over there, especially with a ref and a coach about to fight. Oh, Ron Artest, you. <laughs> Ron Artest, crazy as fuck. I would. That's one dude I wouldn't want to fight either. Right. He he just he just does weird shit. He sometimes. just gonna kill you. Yeah, for real. I'm Mike Tyson. I'll bite your ear off. That's well with them big ass teeth, you might. No, don't talk about <laughs> having big old teeth. You're, you you have big teeth, guy. Your teeth don't fit in your mouth. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Your mouth look like this, bro. That listen. Oh, uh, can they see me? No. Yeah, they. What do you mean they can see you? Yeah, they can <laughs> see you. <laughs> and that's how you look all the time. <laughs> they say I look like be- uh, Baby Kelly Oubre. And the Trey Songs mix. 
Mark, you see this shit? <laughs> he said Kelly Oubre and Trey songs. <laughs> I've heard it. Your girlfriend's gonna be embarrassed listening to this. <laughs> Shout out to her. Shout out to Abby. She's she's the best athlete in our relationship. I can believe that. Hey. Um, okay. So I do want to do a team shout out to um, Team Arsenal because um, they did come down here and they and they did some great stuff and they beat a lot of teams. Got to give them credit where credit's due. They didn't embarrass me. I didn't play. So they, they, they did um, a lot of good stuff. Uh, also, uh, Jed and Jarena, you guys came out here with your BAS team. Um, that team was freaking phenomenal. So I definitely want to give you guys a shout out and, you know, obviously coming from the Bay here. Um, I feel like we're going to see a lot more of that. The only other thing I wanted to point out before we're done and get out of here is Elijah Juan will be the next guest on our show. Uh, and he is nice. um, the director of uh, Courtside over there. He's the one doing, uh, you know, all the tournaments and, cat, you know, making sure things are safe, following the protocols because of COVID. So big shout out to Elijah Juan and all he's doing out there. He wanted me to get out there for those who are listening, for the athletes who are listening. Maybe you're some random coach in another state listening. Uh, he's going to do a showcase on August 22nd and 23rd, and he's inviting a lot of teams from out of state um, to come out here and, and, you know, play some basketball and play some really good competitive basketball. So, you know, reach out to Elijah, Elijah Juan Jones over at Courtside Basketball. Um, they're going to have a showcase August 22nd and 23rd. My 16U team and my 15U team for sure will be in there. And, you know, hopefully we'll come out with uh, a win, you know, this this weekend as opposed to, unfortunately, this weekend choking against Arsenal. So, can you I, know, can I, what, what what do you want to – Can I shout out my people? Can, no, sure. Hey, go, go, go shout out. Hey, shout out to my dad for uh, and my mom for having me. Thank you. That's it. But <laughs> Mark, you got anything to add? Actually, shout out to Coach Brandon, too, for believing in me and uh, Coach Lee for believing in me. Everybody that watches this, Coach Chris has never beaten me in basketball. Robert I've Swift, never been. Robert Swift beat me in How basketball. Did, well, okay, stop right there. We played Robert, you guys Swift, multiple Robert. times, and I've beaten you multiple times. It was Robert, not Robert Swift. Robert, Rob was on my team, though. Robert Swift, the... the the ex-NBA player beat us. Coach Chris had two points. I did not have two <laughs> points. I had a lot more than two points. I'm a three-point shooter. I had a lot of more than two he, points. I've never seen him play. You've never seen he's him? He's the only – I'm not going to cap. He's the only trainer I've never seen play I'll give, basketball. I'll give, I'll give Coach Chris one one shout-out because when I played in a program in Chicago, I had all these people come up to me like, yo, your boy dropped 55 out here back in the day. So – when I heard that, I was like, okay, Coach, Coach Chris. Chris Coach 50? Chris had 55? Yes. Yeah. Promise that. No, I, yeah. I literally yeah. didn't even know Mark yeah. like yeah. that. I mean, we yeah. knew each other. We were hella Somebody cool, saw but. a picture of me and you, and they was like, yo, that dude back in the day in Chicago, much, he dropped 50. No like, cap. What? How much did he pay you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Look, you see what I did with Y'all was out there for a while uh, when I was sitting so, there. So, so you told, how much you? <laughs> I didn't tell him anything to say that. No, it's a true story. True story. And he oh, killed it out there in Chicago. He killed it in that. I that saw night. you play. You just said you never seen me play. No, I'm talking about when we played against you. Like yeah. I've never seen you play college. Well, actually, I'm, let me actually let me say something. Coach Chris said he could dunk from the free throw line. If anybody has footage, please let me know. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> okay. You said you had a video of what? You said you had a video of doing something. Of dunking, yeah. From the free throw line. Yes. Hey, Coach Chris's mom. <laughs> he said he has it on VHS. Please send it to me. <laughs> I want to see it. If he did it, he did it. But why, why do it. why do I got to prove my accolades to you? I don't play anymore. 
exactly. I just play for fun. You don't have to. I bust your you, ass for fun. What do you mean? So if like if there were never stats, like would you believe anything you were told? Because all we've all we've been taught is what we've been told, right? No, so I'm not finna just believe you. There's what do you? You feel, what? what do but you I mean? showed you my college tape. When? It, on YouTube, remember? You just started getting distracted because you have like bad ADD and couldn't pay no, attention. I, no, for a long I couldn't pay of. attention because it was terrible. It was terrible. Your form is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I could not watch it. You did have a dunk though. Shout out to Coach Chris for actually dunking one time. He caught a lob. My, <laughs> here it is. Well, this is my fourteen-year-old brother. I've seen him catch a lob. Oh, <laughs> this is what you deal with, Mark, when you coach, bro. Man, and you train, so I'm sure you hear shit yeah. like this all the time. I got a couple kids like him. Yeah. Kai, Kai's a character. It's no, funny. funny. Uh, to be honest, nobody's like me. I'm one of one. <laughs> That's what my dad tells me, and my mom tells me they say I'm special. Shout out to them again. They lied to you. No, they didn't. Yeah, I've they never didn't. met anybody like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Anything more I say, Mark? No, nah, man. Just want to say uh, good luck, Kai. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully, you know uh, everything turns out good when uh, you go to that prep school and uh, stay prepared. Thank you. Oh, wait. Also, one more thing before I leave. Stop I'm saying on, one more thing. No, hold on. Let me look. Swipe up if you want me to be back on the show. I'll show you my true talent. <laughs> <laughs> they say I sound like Chris Brown. I say I sound Who's like. Who's they? Who's everybody. they? I think I everybody. sound like Luther Van Ross, but uh, we can have a discussion about it. So swipe up if you want me to comment. Like, if this gets over 10 likes, you know, I'm back on it. <laughs> he <laughs> said 10, ten likes. 10 likes. That's, that's a, okay, well. So you feel you, me? Look, so then I guess you, you know. should share it and then make sure people listen, huh? Uh, no. No? This is for the people that are already on here. I want to know. Because my people are going to show love. I want to see if your people really, like, you know, want to hear me sing type. Because my don't, people know. They don't want to hear you sing. Have you ever heard Luther Van Ross? That's what they said I sound like. Okay, well, uh, he's lying. No, so. I'm not. Y'all should have heard me in the beginning. <laughs> well, Kai, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best. And Even though your hairline's receding, I love you too. How is my hairline receding? My hairline is not receding. Even though your hair is going backwards. It's I not going you. backwards. My hairline is very Even stable. Even though your hairline is moonwalking. It's not moonwalking. I love it's you. very stable. I love you too, but, you know, stop. Even though your body is built like two twigs. Your body's built like a box. A strong box. <laughs> it's not. A strong no, box. It's not. A strong old it's, box. It's not. Like one of them boxes to where, like, you punch you, like, dang, what's in there? You look like you should be 37. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. 37, though? Yeah, maybe. The oldest I've ever heard was 23. Nah. You look like you're about 56. I do? Well, I know a lot of 56-year-olds that would want to look like this. No. Yeah. I don't know anybody that would want to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> well again at all like for real they wouldn't no. well thank don't you for being on the I got show. y'all right here uh, but, no, don't please don't Th uh, but I do appreciate Kai being on the show adding his goofiness again you know uh, yeah, hit us uh, or, excuse me let me get my thoughts together give us a follow no. on uh, YouTube uh, give us a shout out um, you know share like subscribe one small click for you helps us a lot follow me on Instagram at Kai Huntsbury yeah, sure. Follow Kai if you're if you want to see some more of this tomfoolery. Uh, please follow uh, Coach MJ on uh, GGT God Given Talent. Go ahead and follow me, Hoopstar I am. Um, again, you know, shout out to Ty for all he's doing with the video work because I think it comes out amazing. And we appreciate all those who've uh, been supporting and listening. Um, we're gonna keep the content coming. 
if you like it please you know keep checking us out if you don't hey that's okay you know because like i said we do this just to get our voice out just to get some you know shine on the basketball world and to really let people know you know what's really going on in the heart of uh, uh of uh, aau times and in, in this season so uh, again Lajuan will be having a showcase August 22nd and 23rd at Courtside Basketball in Rockland. Uh, feel free to reach out there if you need any information. Thank you again, and we are out. Coach Chris is hella ugly. <laughs> <laughs>